Welcome to the Nature and Science of Work podcast for the week of Thursday, April 21st, 2022. Thank you for joining us. For the Nature and Science of Work podcast, I'm Robert Levine. On this podcast, the everyday seasons of your everyday work. Seasons martial work in ancient times, yesterday, and this morning. Work has seasons. It is glib but also accurate to say that the building and information environments of modern post-industrial work insulate and shelter us from the seasons. The form and function and the monetary, material, and energetic costs of a modern work building create that shelter in ways now encoded and enshrined. This was not always so. Witness a contemporary office building on any hurricane or typhoon risk coast. Witness, in contrast, a remnant way station of the Pony Express on the arid plains of the United States. Wonder at how work there was even sustainable in either the common or contemporary sense in the heat of summer or the blizzards of winter. It was, in fact, not sustainable in either sense, operating for 18 months at the onset of the U.S. Civil War before the costs of building, sustaining, and supplying the business gave way in the face of technological change. What of our buildings and work today? The seasons outside have not abated. Our information environment about seasons and weather has changed. We no longer simply look up, often to the west, to see what the weather will bring. Lest we idealize that practice, what the weather often brought was unforeseen disaster. Now we can see disaster arising and arriving, not because of our phones, but because of satellites and meteorologists. Some disasters are averted. Why care about connections between seasons and work? Work still tethers to seasons. Recognizing this helps us appreciate how work is a part of, not apart from, the natural world. The seasons themselves are astronomical. Two solstices, two equinoxes. Those affect light and day length at different latitudes. Read Thomas Jefferson's accounts of the work of the whale fisheries in the late 1700s to see the connections with lighting workplaces in Paris. And in London, midwinter at a latitude of 52 degrees north. Today, astronomical and climate seasons combine to create difficulties for many working in dark winter, as well as challenges for outdoor workers laboring in cold or heat. The effects of astronomical seasons on climate and on weather diverge widely by latitude, longitude, and landform. Had the composer Vivaldi been living at one of the poles, or on the equator, 
he might have written The One Season, or The Two Seasons, not four. Weather and climate affect agricultural production. In turn, this creates innumerable work seasons at one further remove. From planting and harvest seasons, to cattle drives of a time and place, to seasonal production of all manner of foods and their associated industrial seasons. Such seasons, sometimes increasingly distanced from the seasons of the sun, affect us today. These include fishing seasons, the opening of which is an unofficial holiday in many U.S. states, shaping tourist industries, equipment and boat manufacture, and vacation and work planning. Game hunting seasons in North America and elsewhere, driving volumes of spending, industry, tourism, and time off work. Holiday seasons of endless varieties, affecting spending, saving, working, and annual conflicts between one's work and off-work selves. Fashion seasons, vast industries responding to the demands for spring and fall fashion, most often now worn indoors. Publishing seasons, fall and spring publishing seasons and even catalogs still exist, creating roadblocks, production jams, and widespread panic. Though, books are often now released at a time and manner best suited for publisher and market. And football seasons. Whichever variety of football around the globe you watch or avoid, its season is driven by a climate season. Each football season affects work behavior, non-work behavior, which often affects work behavior, planned time off, unplanned time off, and both commercial and personal spending and production. Many other seasons we now take for granted exist independent of astronomy and climate, but drive work. One powerful example is the series and seasons of carefully produced, minutely forecast, exhaustingly reported Apple events or any other such technology events, driving product releases, work within Apple and its associated suppliers and vendors, and consumer and business customers. Each event and its associated releases creates an opportunity and a hurdle. The hurdle is the endpoint in a flow of tasks directed toward product releases and the event. These are the bread and butter of operations research how to schedule workflows toward an end, how to deal with expected and unexpected barriers. Each event is a choice point. One's time and work and the time and work of coworkers could be spent in an infinite number of other ways. The rhythms of seasons and hurdles produce a crucial aim for time spent in infinite ways, likely produces nothing.
Hence, Steve Jobs' early aphorism when releasing the first Macintosh. True artists ship. Yet, endless endpoints also impede. Some are well-chosen and well-executed. It's their opposites that consume work, time, resources, and careers to no result or worse. These prompt a caution for workflows and choice points of self-appointed seasons. When you see a workflow pointing toward an end that recurs, it is time to ask, to what end? To what good? Is this end well chosen? Are our means well executed? A hallmark of seasonality is repetition over years. You can't ask, if we are going to do this once a year or once a quarter, 20 times over, how would we do it? Would we, should we, still do it? Seasons, then, come from the physical world, are embedded in the natural world, and make their way deep into the human world of work. Rhythms and periods in our lives and work. To work with and to make our own. Keep seeing nature in work and work in nature. Subscribe to the Nature and Science of Work podcast at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, your favorite podcast provider, or now on the Substack app. Reach us at Nature and Science of Work at Substack.com. For the Nature and Science of Work podcast, I'm Robert Levine. Thank you for joining us.